Hello there. Welcome to the Thriving Family Podcast. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the show. It's Teresa and Barbara. We're so happy you're here. Sometimes we forget about our own self-care while we're busy juggling all of our other responsibilities. We're here to remind you that you're not a bad parent for putting your own oxygen mask on first. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with your family and friends. Let's get started. So I know we've had this conversation over a million times now, and I don't know that we're ever going to stop having this conversation, but I was away on a girl's trip and I caught myself because in the past when I've done girls trips, I've always felt guilty because I feel like I'm not around as much as I could be. I have my kids half the time as it is. I'm of course co-parenting and there's this piece of me that is always wondering, should I be around more? Should I be working less? And you know, the mommy guilt starts from day one. Should I be breastfeeding? Should I not be breastfeeding? Did I go back to work too soon? And my kids were away with their dad and wouldn't have had them anyway. And I caught myself in a loop because that's actually not the right way to think about it. I shouldn't have had mommy guilt for being away, self-care. My default was, oh my gosh, I feel a little bit bad. I started going on girls trips with my best friends. When I had my first baby, my ex-husband at the, at the time we were married and he joked because the first time I was away was around when my daughter started walking by herself. And he joked, well, you finally put her down and she was able to walk on her own. I remember feeling so guilty about that. And so again, the natural default is always, I feel that needs to stop. I think for all moms, every mom I know has mommy guilt in some sort of way, whether you're working, whether you're staying home. I mean, I know a lot of my friends that were working, they almost were better because I'd be home with them all the time, but it's all about the quality time versus like how much time you're around them. And then I was guilty about, oh my gosh, at the end of the day, did you get your one-on-one time? Do you feel full? Do you feel loved? And then I'd start beating myself up at the end of the night. And of course, I think our natural default is if we're doing something nice for ourselves or filling our cup, it's like, oh gosh, I could have been doing this or, oh, it wasn't this for them. And you're right. It does need to stop. And another thing, Nanette, that parent educator that I've talked to a lot, who is just so centered and experienced and just like that voice of reason and hope and help for me is I remember I was beating myself up because I did something wrong with the kids. I mean, typical, (laughs) like I said something I wasn't supposed to say, I handled the situation wrong, or I said, yes, we'll do one-on-one time. And then it didn't happen. And then I go to bed feeling like shit. And Nanette said to me, the makeup is more important than the mess up. And I was like, what? It made sense. And it felt so good. We are so human. We are flawed. We are learning as we're parenting. It is bound to happen that we're going to make mistakes or we're going to feel guilty or something didn't go as planned. And she said, it's good modeling for our kids too, is, or mommy shouldn't have said that. I wish I handled it differently. Can we start over or just apologizing for it? And it really teaches our kids to, I mean, now we've kind of started going, let's have a redo and just start all over because if something wasn't going well, which I mean, almost daily. And I just remember, and it just takes the stress off because We're going to mess up. It's inevitable. We're going to feel guilty, but the makeup and just even honoring that to your girls, just be like, Hey, I missed you. And I know you were having fun with dad and I was having so much fun and I had a moment of guilt, but you know what? I'm a better mommy for it. Or mommy didn't handle that so well. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. I should have handled it like this, or I was a little stressed out or da, 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 da. 
it's not about, I'm sorry. It's just really just honoring what the goal was and what didn't happen. Right. And I think honoring where you're at is so important. I had a bit of a meltdown the other day with my daughter because it was, again, one of these things over being late, right? Summer camp, I'm sorry. Of course, well, you know, daddy took my sister to camp. She's going to be on time for her camp. And so it's this, again, this guilt situation. And I'm in tears. She's in tears and she thinks I'm mad at her. And you're right though. You have to meet people where they're at. And what I found, and maybe I'll do some posts on this in terms of stories. What matters is that you talk to your kids about where you're at. I had the most beautiful conversation with my daughter. I was able to express to her, you're not supposed to be taking on anyone else's stuff. Mommy's having a minute. It's mommy's thing. It has nothing to do with you. You did nothing wrong. You didn't say anything wrong. And the fact is, is that if someone triggers you and you're internalizing something, that's on you. No one else has the power to make you feel any certain way. How you react and how you feel is on you. And you just need to focus on making yourself feel good. And so, you know, at the end of the day, picking her up after camp, it was lovely. And we were able to have a really healthy conversation about it because the morning was a little bit of a zoo. And I think too, I'm not a huge crier. So I think it's like, oh my gosh, this is the end of the world. Why is mommy crying? Something bad must have happened. It's like, no, I'm allowed to have a moment. Such good things by a modeling behavior that you're like, I'm taking time. I am feeling sad. I'm feeling overwhelmed or whatever. And so they feel safe to have those emotions. And also that huge lesson of saying, if someone else is feeling something is not on you, I'm still learning that. <laughs> I agree. We're not here to fix other people. No. And no one's here to fix you. Which as a mom is so hard. <laughs> It's really hard, but it's just the truth. And I think the more we get clear on these things and focus on, like you say, the quality time over the quantity time, that is everything. I'm a huge believer in that. Focusing on the things that actually matter to us, the conversations with our kids, all the healthy things and being happy as much as we can and not toxic positivity happy. I mean, really happy. Like what is actually making you feel good in this moment, right? And I think yeah. if we focus in on those things and idea that you talked about from the net, oh, yeah. so good. I'll be feeling so yucky. And then the minute I just clean it up with them, it's so easy. It's like, poof, I'm back to joy. I'm back to happy. We're good. They're so amazing. Kids are so forgiving and they get it. And then we move on. And so I'm just like, yes, the makeup. So much more important than the mess up. If we could just remember that and have a redo and a restart and it would be better. <laughs> I mean, you're always so good about what you say to your kids. You're like, this is not on you. You're just the other level where I'm still like, <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not true at all. It really just, might be true. You mentioned about the reset. I had a psychologist tell me once. And I actually found it pretty effective. When you want to reset, sometimes you just can't get to a space where everyone's ready to reset. And if you have even a funny trigger word that will stop the situation. So I don't know, let's call it pencil or something like that. If everyone's in the thick of it, and then all of a sudden someone says pencil, and everyone just sort of stops, and they know that that's the time to reset, it can be a really healthy way of allowing for that reset without someone having to yell over top of someone else to get the attention. My ex-husband and I, our word to say was nipples. 
it's sort of ridiculous. <laughs> but in a fight, that would work. And it was actually really funny and made us laugh. We had a very conscious uncoupling or whatever you want to call it. But that was one of the things I think that was helpful in terms of getting us through to become, you know, great co-parents together. I love that. Oh, you can, I'm like already thinking of how many, like pumpernickel. <laughs> it's so smart because people have a safe word and now you can have like the fight word. Exactly. Thank you again for joining us today. We know how many other things you could be doing and it means the world to us that you're here. We hope you always get something valuable from our podcast and that you feel supported. If you have a question for us about our content or anything else, please leave it in your review of this podcast or you can send us an email or DM us on Instagram. We're here for you. So let us know what topics would be helpful and that you're interested in. You can join our membership by clicking on the link in the show notes. You are never alone in parenting and we're here to support you at every stage. If you know anyone that would be inspired or supported by this podcast, please share it with them. We provide content every week. So please subscribe wherever you're listening from. If you leave a review, you'll have the opportunity to win a gift that we absolutely love. We're so excited about this giveaway. We only introduce brands to our community that align with our values. And Barbara and I both love the Now Tone Therapy System. This yoga for your mind is one of the most simple ways to relax, relieve stress and anxiety. The creators recommend listening twice a day for only three minutes to receive these benefits or to listen as often as you like. And if you buy them, there's a risk-free three-month trial period. What we like best about Now Tone Therapy System is that it's something everyone can make time for. My family likes to listen first thing in the morning and at the end of each day. It's the easiest and most relaxing path to mindfulness daily. We'll link to this amazing product in the show notes below. Thank you so much for joining us today, and we'll see you next time.